Welcome back, friends. Lostgarf here, and it's time for the newest Kirby's Dreamcast. In this podcast, we're going to talk about everything that has to do with Kirby from the beginning to the present. And today, we're going to talk about Kirby's Right Back at You, episode 32. If you have any comments about this episode or any others, you can put them up on the YouTube version's comments or send them to at Kirby Dreamcast on Twitter. Oh, yeah, a big spoiler for this episode. In today's episode of Kirby's Right Back at You, a hero will die. So, uh, get ready for that. First, we go over the news as always, and the first news has got to be, because of the coronavirus, uh, there's going to be delays on some of the Nendoroids. That's the big news right now when it comes to Kirby, just merchandise. Like, if you want the original one that's going to get reprinted, the Ice Kirby's get reprinted, and then, of course, Waddle Dee Nendoroid, those are getting delayed because of the coronavirus. So that's very unfortunate, but that's what's going on. Another bit of news is there's new Kirby plushies coming out, like, every month. But there is also delay there as well because of coronavirus. So coronavirus is affecting things. It's affecting a lot of things because a lot of manufacturing is in just Asian countries and coronavirus is happening over there. And it might be hitting the U.S. soon, which is very unfortunate. Other big news has got to be uh, where you can find our podcast. So you can find us on YouTube, Podbean, iTunes, and Google Music Play. And now you can get us anywhere except like Stitcher and SoundCloud. We're never going to get on SoundCloud. Trying to get us on Stitcher. And uh, Spotify, I think, is the other one. And we're also on iHeartRadio, so you can find us there, which is pretty awesome, because I know a lot of people use iHeartRadio, so that's another place to find us as well. So today we're covering episode 32 of Kirby's Right Back at ya. It's titled A Dental Dilemma in the U.S., and in Japan it was titled Hanashini Naranai Hanashi, which uh, translates to It Would Not Be a Story Without Teeth, and some interpret that with context to mean a ridiculous toothless story, which... Um, I don't know which one actually makes more sense. You'll see why when we get to this episode. But this was the 32nd episode in Japan, airing on May 18th, 2002. While in the US, it aired on the 23rd of September. It was the 95th episode in the US. Oh, forgot to say, September 2016. So you might wonder why the long delay? Because they didn't want kids to be scared of dentists in the US. Like, this is a scary episode, I suppose. And episode 94 was the thing about the ring, and for that one, for some reason, they just didn't want to cover marriage uh, yet, so that's why that one took so long. These are the two that just really mess with the, the episode order for the most part. But they had to do these before they did the big Kirby finale, which was the last four episodes. So yeah, the episode like, title just gives away that it's about dentists, and there's a lot of nightmare fuel in this episode. Usually I recommend the YouTube version of these podcasts, because we have visuals on them. Maybe not this episode, but if you want to see the nightmare fuel... Watch the episode then. So let's get started with the episode. It starts with Buttercup trying to, to reason with Chief Bookham, and they're at Dr. Yabooie's dentistry, and eventually Chief Bookham runs in fear with his wife running after him, trying to convince him to come back. She mentions that if they don't fix the cavity, it'll only get worse. So this is a very PSA episode. And the interesting thing is, Buttercup sounds very different in this episode, and the realization has got to be with Wall when they dubbed this episode. It was the 95th episode. So, I honestly think everyone else sounds normal except Buttercup. That's the weird thing here. And it's either she forgot how to do the voice, or someone else is filling in on that voice. But from everything I've looked for when it comes to this episode, I've not found any information about whether or not this is the same person. So, let's just assume it's the same one. Uh, mentioning again, the voice actress is Lisa Ortiz, and she's best known as Amy Rose in the Sonic the Hedgehog uh, cartoon from 2005 to 2009. She was an active voice actress then, since it was in 2006, so it's perfectly possible she was here for it, but 
I don't know. I just don't know if it's her doing this voice. I assume it is. If you want to learn more about Lisa Ortiz, we talked about her in episode 10 of the podcast when we talked about Chief Bookham and her. So Chief Bookham and, Bu- and Buttercup run past the kids and we see King Dedede arrive with Escargoon in their tank. King Dedede laughs because he knows it was the dentist. And then we see that King Dedede brought Escargoon, who has a toothache. Escargoon rubs his face in pain. And Kirby mimics him as cutely as always by rubbing his face back. I, what I really enjoy about the characterization of Kirby in this show is they made him a baby, and babies do monkey see, monkey do. And so Kirby has that tendency, where Kirby will look at others for the cue before he does a thing. And it's really cute when he does that, and this episode, Kirby's not the main character of this episode, he's a side character, and when he's a side character, he's super cute in the background, and he's going to be like that in this episode. So visuals, there's a lot of nightmare feel, but the visuals of Kirby are extremely cute in this episode as well. So that's nice there. One thing to mention is, again with the characterization of Kirby as Monkey See Monkey Do, it makes a lot more sense when you consider some of the things that happen. Just saying right now, like, Kirby usually needs to be told to suck up things. Sometimes he's on his own, but sometimes he has to be told to do it. And it makes sense, because he's just a baby. He's trying to understand the situation, and then sometimes he'll go into action himself, or he has to be told to go into action. And we got that with, like, episode 30, where the Galbo, it was a big one, and it's not the same Galbo, and Kirby might realize that, but because he was attached to the other Galbo, he couldn't hurt the bigger Galbo. And we just see things like that. Or, there's gonna be an episode where everyone laughs, Kirby looks at everyone, and then laughs too, because he didn't realize it was a funny situation. That's what babies do. So I really like that characterization, and I like that it's something that goes throughout the entire show. So after that is the opener, and then after the awesome opener, which is awesome as always, we then see that Escargoon's mouth is getting drilled by Dr. Yabooey, and King Dedede laughs as Escargoon cries in agony. King Dedede says, it's funny how painless pain is when it ain't happening to you, and Escargoon doesn't find it funny, because of course he doesn't. Outside of the dentist's office, or like the waiting room, we see that there's Gus, Samo, and Chef Kawasaki holding their cheeks in pain, while they're waiting for their turn. Mayor Lem's also there too, and he's got his arms folded, and he looks very solemn. Something I forgot to mention earlier is, in the dentist room, in the background, you actually get to see a poster of Cappy Anatomy behind a dental chair. And at times, the poster's not going to be there for certain shots, and that's an art error. When they were drawing them in, they just forgot to put in some shots, which is unfortunate. But an interesting thing is just looking at the poster. Apparently, Cappy Anatomy is just a throat, a belly, and intestines, and that's it. Nothing else. That is so, so weird. So, King Dedede suggests pulling Escargoon's tooth, and Dr. Yabooey actually agrees. So, King Dedede actually grabs and holds on Escargoon's mouth wide open while restraining him, because Escargoon doesn't want that. But then King Dedede thinks it'd be funnier if Yabooey did drilling instead. So, he does that. Outside, the kids are watching through a window, and Tef says he should have brushed more often, and everyone laughs except Tiff, because of course she doesn't. Tiff says they wouldn't find it funny if they were the ones sitting in the chair. So, sure, it's uh, Escargoon, which everyone hates, but Tiff is also even-handed and like, well, you wouldn't like that either, kind of thing. So, that's always good characterization with Tiff as well. We then see the Cappies in the waiting room stressing over the pain they're hearing, and Mayor Lem laughs that he can't be hurt anymore, and he pulls dentures out of his mouth and just starts laughing while using the dentures for talking, which is okay. And then we see Escargoon come out, and he's complaining, and then King Dedede keeps laughing at his pain, which is so mean. And eventually the conversation goes on about how, despite being a candy fiend just like Escargoon, King Dedede believes his teeth are too powerful to get beat by cavities. 
and he smiles a big toothy smile, which wows everyone in the lobby. They then go to the shopping mart, uh, which is uh, owned by Tuggle, and King Diddy buys lots and lots of chocolate and candies, and he just keeps gloating that he doesn't even brush, which makes SR Goon really, really mad, to the point that SR Goon just buys a bunch of stuff for, for King Diddy. He's like, here, I hope you just... I hope you just rot with these things, basically. And then he goes to the dental care aisle. He gets this really crazy-looking brush for his teeth, but King Diddy will not let Escargoon buy it. His suffering is too funny, and I just... That is too dang cruel. I know Escargoon is his crony, and Escargoon sucks, but that is a bit much right there with King Diddy. That is definitely a bit much that he can't let Escargoon help himself. That's messed up. In the next scene, we see Tiff's family having dinner, and Kirby's there too. It looks like they've expanded their dinner table to have a fifth seat there now, which is nice, because yeah, of course Kirby's going to want to eat them with them at times. And in these scenes, Kirby will be cutely eating and doing other things during the next conversations. Also, there's wine bottles and glasses in these scenes in the Japanese version, but they were airbrushed out in the US version for obvious reasons. But weirdly enough, there's going to be wine in later food scenes with King Dedede, and they're there still. They don't get airbrushed out. It's so weird that they airbrush it here, but not over there. And I guess because it would be harder to airbrush it out and put, like, a cup. But it's just weird them making that choice. So the dinner conversation leads to Lady Like wanting Tuff and Kirby to brush their teeth tonight. But Tuff protests and says he doesn't have to because his teeth don't get dirty. Tiff's like, alright, let me take a look. And it is not a pretty sight. We actually get to look inside Tuff's mouth. And it is not pretty at all. So Tiff, of course, orders Tuff to brush his teeth. And Kirby's watching all this and just chewing on his food while he's watching, which is, of course, cute. Like, just always thinking about what's the baby brain doing. I think Kirby's just trying to understand the situation while he's eating. He's like, well, what are they arguing about kind of thing? This is something I might be taking too much time looking at, but I just find it interesting how they are consistent with treating Kirby like a baby who's just confused or trying to understand the situation and i like that a lot i like that they're consistent with that because a lot of shows are inconsistent in a lot of ways and this show will be inconsistent in things as well but when it comes to that characterization they stick with it pretty nicely so in the next scene we see that tis family has a huge bathroom it's big enough to have a big old sink and a mirror there for all of them to be side by side and brushing their teeth and looking at themselves as they do it so that's nice right there and kirby's there brushing his teeth too we get the sweeping shot of Sir Ibram, Lady Like, Tiff, and Kirby all brushing their teeth together. And Kirby has some toothpaste on his face as well while he's brushing and he's got foam on his mouth and all that. So that's pretty cute. So Tuff runs in after everyone else and, well, they're still there, but he runs in last. And he brushes really fast and then runs off, which of course bothers his parents. And then we watch Kirby cutely keep brushing some more and it's just too cute. And of course, like, they're like, what the, he brushed too fast, and Tuff's like, I'm good, and then that's it. So cut to a commercial on DDD TV with King DDD advertising a toothpaste, which he, of course, doesn't use himself. We see King DDD laughing about the commercial while covered in lots of crumbs, and we see lots and lots of chip bags and candy bags on the floor all around him. Escargoon is cleaning up after him, and he is just getting furious. And he just keeps warning about cavities, Bet King Didi doesn't care, and Escargoon just gets madder and madder. You can f see the rage on him. Very nicely done there. And then they cut to Tuff and Kirby sleeping together in the same bed, and they sleep like opposites. This is something I think is just a normal thing where one person will sleep from, uh, they'll sleep at the head of the bed with just normal like, and then 
If someone's sleeping over, they'll sleep at their feet and then just laying the other way. And that's how Kirby and Tuff are sleeping. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention what they were doing their teeth brushing. Sir Ibram and Ladylike offered to have Kirby stay over for the night, and that's why he's there. So everyone's sleeping, and the camera goes over to King Dedede's, and it zooms in on his mouth. With those big, pearly whites he has. Like, it zooms in. This is still nightmare fuel going on. Like, we get the look into his mouth. And he eventually zooms into a cavity in his mouth. And now we're getting 3D graphics here. We're going to be looking inside the mouths of King Dedede and Tuff in this episode. And it's all in 3D animation. For some reason, they decide to just go with that. And it is not pretty. Because we go deep into the cavity and we see these purple germ creatures with pickaxes. And they're just digging into the teeth like it's a rock quarry. They even have wheelbarrows to carry the, the enamel away. That's what's happening there. Now, describing them, they are these just... It's a purple ball with a mouth that goes across the entire body. They got, like, four teeth themselves. They got that wicked devil eyes going on there. And they got arms and legs and pickaxes, and they're just digging in. And we just watch as they dig and dig and dig. And we eventually see that every single one of King Dedede's teeth have these guys digging into them. All of his teeth, all of them, are getting dug into. That's not a good situation. So next morning, King Dedede sits sadly and doesn't eat while Oscar Goon's wolfing down his food. And in the background, we actually see some Waddle Dee waiters, and we call them Waiter Dees, and tending to them. And Escargoon figures out King Dedede must have a toothache. But King Dedede tries to pretend he doesn't and he drinks some water, which goes into a cavity and he starts rolling on the floor in pain while Escargoon laughs. Meanwhile, and this is something I gotta mention is, everything going on with King Dedede is also going on with Tuff, because they're gonna have a toothache at the same time. So meanwhile, Tuff is also on the floor rolling in pain from his tooth trouble as well. And we see Kirby and the rest of Tuff's family watching as he writhes in pain. And Kirby just looks confused and concerned. And his family decides it's time to go see the dentist. And it cuts to King Dedede hearing the same from Escargoon and not wanting to go to the dentist. And he grabs his bed. Cutting from there back to Tuff grabbing his bed as Tiff is trying to pull Tuff away from his bed. Because he's protesting that he doesn't want to go to the dentist either. So what's going on is just they're both doing the same thing sort of. And we get to see both situations cutting from one to the other. Which I think is kind of cool and impressive to me how they're doing the storytelling like that. And by the way, Kirby watches the whole thing with a cute smile, like the tough side of things. Eventually, both Tuff and King Dedede yell that in fear that they don't want to go to the dentist, well, with, of course, King Dedede yelling at his cargoon and Tuff yelling at his family. And then they get away, and we see the family chasing Tuff with Kirby happily running behind them. Like, Kirby has no idea what's going on. He just thinks they're all having fun running, and that's what he's doing as well. Kirby thinks they're playing tag, basically. Like, Tuff doesn't want to get his teeth drilled, but his parents say the same thing as Buttercup at the start. If they don't fix it, it's just going to get worse. And we get even more shots of a cute running Kirby, which is nice. Meanwhile, King Dedede is being dragged through the castle by eight Waddle Dees and Eskar Goon. They got like a net on them, like they're carrying him away, like it's ropes. With Waddle Dew actually leading his men while standing on King Dedede. Like, he's just standing on him and leading with the, like, charge with the sword. And King Dedede cries as he's being dragged away. Back with Tuff, he's hiding on the ramparts. And Kirby's the first one to find him, and he waves at him saying, Poyo. Tuff actually tells Kirby to be quiet, but then the rest of the family show up. Now in the Japanese version, this is interesting. Kirby straight up says Tuff's name in the Japanese version. 
And this is a weird thing that I need to bring up every now and then. That is, when the Japanese version was being made, Masahiro Sakurai, the father of Kirby, gave two rules when they made the anime. Rule one, no humans. Rule two, Kirby can't talk. Despite this, Kirby says words on occasion. But I guess because he never says a complete sentence, the Japanese creators are able to get away with that. I guess that's what's going on. Because Kirby will say sword beam. Kirby will say characters' names. In episode 31, like the last episode, Kirby says watermelon. He will say names sometimes. So it's just interesting that the US version holds more true to that rule than the Japanese version. But you get why the US version did it. And it's not because of Sakurai, but just because it's easier to just have poyos in all these moments instead of having to just translate to have someone say watermelon or whatever for the Kirby lines. And what's cute is, once Kirby finds Tuff and the family shows up, Kirby runs over to basically tag Tuff, because I guess Kirby thinks they're playing tag. It really does look like that's what's going on with Kirby. He thinks they're playing a game, so that's what he does. And Tiff tells him that she knows he's scared, but they have to go. But Tuff says he's not scared. And his parents decide it's time to bribe Tuff. So they say they'll buy him a toy if they go. So Tuff jumps happily at saying, like, yeah, okay. And then Kirby jumps with him, which is cute, of course. But it's a trap. It's a trap. So the parents quickly run over and grab Tuff as he's midair, saying it's a deal, and they carry him away. Now, the Japanese version, they offer him a cube game, which is, of course, a play on GameCube. At this point, the console has been out for only a couple months in Japan. So that works out. Well, why not use Kirby to advertise something that they're making? So as they carry him away, it transitions back to King Dedede being put into his tank by the Waddle Dees. But King Dedede runs away, and then Escargoon drives the tank and captures King Dedede using the crane arm that we've seen in a couple episodes of the anime. And as they drive away, Waddle Dee and the Waddle Dees raise their weapons and cheer for their king, silently, of course. Back at the dentist, we hear someone cry out in pain as they're being drilled. Tuff changes his mind and runs to the exit, but gets knocked back by King Dedede and Escargoon entering the office. Escargoon wants to put the king in ahead of Tuff, but Ladylike protests. However, Sir Ibram, wanting to keep his job, of course, jumps in and allows it. And Ladylike's, oh, wow, my son, my, my husband's such a wuss. King Dedede, however, cordially allows Tuff to go first. But Tuff says it'd be wrong to go before the king. And they go through this shtick for a little bit, and it's funny having them try to make the other one go first. Ladylike then says that they should go together, then, and then the two of them fall back to the dentist store in shock. Unfortunately for them, Dr. Yubui does actually have two chairs. So as they get put on the chairs, we see that the man crying earlier was Chief Bookum, and he holds his cheek as he leaves the office with his wife Buttercup. And she's of course happy that he got him treated. So Kirby watches all of this with curiosity as the two are nervously shaking in their dental chairs. When Dr. Yubui pulls out the drill, Tuff screams in horror, and King Didi sweats just buckets. He is sweating a bunch, and he says he'll just come back later. But then restraints pop out of the chair and hold down King Didi's arms and legs. And Dr. Bowie says, they're for patients who try his patience, which is nice. Nice alliteration there. And King Didi says the chair belongs in a dungeon, which, yeah, that's pretty true right there. Tuff finally accepts his fate, and he opens his mouth, and we see things from the germ's perspective. They see a giant drill come down to drill the cavity, and we hear the leader of the germs tell everyone to run for their lives. As he's being drilled, though, Tuff cries out in pain. After he's done with the first round of drilling, Dr. Yubui turns to work on King Dedede. But then we see how strong King Dedede is. 
He shakes so much, he eventually just forces himself out of the chair. He just breaks off the restraints from the chair. King Dedede is strong. Then he runs over to the medicine cabinet looking for drugs to help his tooth pain instead. And King Dedede yanks the lock pad off the cabinet, showing more of just how strong King Dedede actually is. He's got some strength to him. He then finds a bottle with a strike over a tooth and decides this has to be it. And he takes a bunch of the pills and he chews on them and it goes the liquid and it drowns the germs in his mouth. He just drowns them out. King Dedede runs away triumphant and then Tuff takes this opportunity to run away too. Tiff yells that it was only a temporary fix, but both of them ignore her. And Escargoon is pretty annoyed about the situation as well. And this is one of the few times where Tiff and Escargoon are basically on the same team and they agree with each other. Later that night, we see King Dedede just eats lots of food and saying he feels no pain again and Escargoon is really annoyed. King Dedede then drinks some wine, remember I mentioned it earlier, and then we see them creeping up slowly inside King Dedede's mouth. The germs are back and they've got their pickaxes. And it's just a really creepy scene that goes pretty long and it's pretty slow. And then the leader germ says they're back to work and it begins again. King Dedede falls over and cries out in pain. And then we cut to Tuff, who's also dealing with a similar situation. Tiff puts ice on Tuff's cheek to numb the pain, but the ice instantly melts, which shocks Kirby and Tuff. Cut back to King Dedede, being told by Escargoon they need to see the dentist, but King Dedede still doesn't want to. Escargoon laughs and gets a hammer to the noggin from King Dedede as a response to that. But then Escargoon comes up with a plan to help King Dedede with his pain. He takes King Dedede's hammer and slams it into King Dedede's foot. The plan is to distract his tooth pain with other pain. It's not a smart plan, but it lets Escargoon get some catharsis, so good for him. Cut back to Tiff and Kirby trying to look at Tuff's tooth to help, but Tuff runs away. We cut back over to King Dedede running for his life as Escargoon chases him with his hammer, which is funny, and eventually King Dedede and Tuff crash into each other and the two celebrate because they don't feel pain anymore, which is weird, and they think it's just cured. Then 10 seconds go by and the pain comes back and they're rolling in pain again. And we actually watch the germs go to town tearing up their teeth. So, ooh. King Dedede finally decides to do something about it and he goes to Nightmare Enterprises to summon a dentist monster, because of course he does. So, turns out that they do have a dental monster and he gets summoned. And their name is Hardy and they look ridiculous. By the way, the Hardy name is only in the Japanese version. They never name drop him in the US version for some reason. So Hardy is this big toothy mouth thing with a big robot eye at the top of their head and then drill hand and a claw hand. So it's got like three appendages and then also just has regular hands with mitts and regular legs. So it's a really weird looking thing. And it's one of the few monsters in the show that actually talks, by the way. And it's voiced by Maddie Blaustein, the voice of Waddle Dew and many other characters in the US version. In the Japanese version, Hardy is voiced by Nobun Tobita, who has been doing voice acting since the 80s. We mentioned them before. Uh, mentioned him a little bit now. They are the voice of Camille Biden in Gundam and Peckham's in One Piece, to name a few. But they've done a lot of anime. As far as Kirby goes, there are Chef Kawasaki, Kaboo, Kine, Samo, Doron, Chief Bookham, and various other voices. There are a bunch of voices in this show. So the monster is summoned, and the salesman mentions he fixes teeth without anesthetic, which is what dentists use to numb mouths before drilling. So, of course, be careful what you wish for from summoning a monster company, right? And so King Dedede runs in a panic. And the salesman says, good luck, Big D. <laughs> so King Dedede rushes back outside to the others, and they see the monster. It instantly notices Tuff and grabs him because it's detected a cavity. 
And so the mouth opens up to reveal it's actually a chair. Like, the monster is a chair, and it still uses those other parts, but that's weird. And then the monster quickly drills Tuff's mouth and then fills the tooth with a filling. And then Tuff thanks the monster since he doesn't feel pain anymore, and it happily waves at Tuff and then goes after King Dedede. And in the US version, here's what's interesting is, they tell him that you don't have to pay me. That's what he tells Tuff. And like, well, that's a nice fellow right there. So it's going after King Dedede, and King Dedede dodges the monster and eventually asks Kirby for help. And Kirby obliges and tries to suck the monster while Tiff can't believe Kirby would help King Dedede. It just shows that Kirby is a baby and he'll help others if they ask for him. Now here's the cool thing about this monster. The monster is determined to fix King Dedede's cavity. So it's getting sucked, and it realizes the situation, and it freaking jumps at Kirby. It makes a determined look and jumps at Kirby, and it puts its hands right on Kirby's cheeks and grips Kirby's face so that it can't get sucked in. And then it jumps over Kirby and gets around the vacuum. That is something else. That is something we've never seen before. Usually monsters are too big or whatever, and then Kirby just gets knocked out of balance. This one was going to get sucked in, and it gets over him through de- grit and determination. And then it grabs Kirby and puts him in the chair, and it looks for teeth to check for cavities in Kirby's mouth. Which, of course, King Dedede is happy to see this. And yeah, this is a rare time where a monster just gets up really close for Kirby. So King Dedede is cheering on the monster, and it opens Kirby's mouth wide. And it starts digging around inside Kirby's mouth. But it can't detect teeth. This lack of a target to treat greatly confuses the monster, and so Kirby takes advantage of the situation and sucks the drill off the monster's hand, and then this leads to Drill Kirby. I mean Tornado Kirby. Midnight then shows up to explain the power, except no, he's not actually there. He's probably sleeping and brushing his teeth. Midnight's not in this episode, it's really rare, but it is one of those times. Kirby then hits the monster with a tornado and blasts him far into space, potentially killing the beast. I said a hero dies this episode, and that was the hero. This was a kind monster who is scary and everything and doesn't use anesthetic, but it cures cavities. And you don't have to pay him. He's a very nice guy. And let me make it worse. In the Japanese version, as he's being blown away by the tornado, the monster yells, brush your teeth. He just cares about dental hygiene. Hardy is a rare creature. He only cared about repairing people's teeth and Kirby butchered him like the monster killer he is. <laughs> Personally, I had canon that the monster survived, he safely landed somewhere, and he's treating the teeth of children for free to this day. That is my head canon. <laughs> so sure, Kirby defeated a monster, but now King Dedede is monsterless and still in tooth pain. Escargoon says it must have cost King Dedede millions, but it fixed Tuff's teeth for free. <laughs> so we cut back to Dr. Yabui's office, and we see the drill edge closer and closer to the mouth of a very scared King Dedede, and it zooms out. And we see that he is chained to the chair with lots and lots of chain. King Dedede then screams out in terror, and just seriously, the shot of this scene is just, it just looks like a horror movie. It really does. We then see Escargoon, Tiff, and Tuff, and Kirby are watching the whole thing, and Tuff then says that from now on they'll be brushing three times a day. Right, Kirby? And Kirby then poses with a toothy smile to show off his teeth, but he doesn't have any teeth! It's just gummy smile! And it looks cute and weird at the same time, but he's straight up doing... He's trying to show off his teeth, but there no, there's no teeth there! It's just, it's just so weird to see that, but also really cute because of the pose. And so this episode confirms Kirby has no teeth, 
But how the hell does Kirby chew? Is he mimicking chewing? Or does he chew with his vacuum? That is the question right there. By the way, that is the end of the episode. That pose is where it ends with the star wipe and everything. And I enjoyed this episode a lot. Because the storytelling hopping between King Dedede and Tuff. And because of how cute Kirby is in it. And just seeing King Dedede in, in pain as well. That's all really good stuff. I just love how it pops between the two of them. But they're going through the same situation. I like that a lot. And just Kirby's cute. Yeah. By the way, the nightmare fuel of this episode though was just so yikes. You get why the US version just didn't want to show this to kids, because it would make children be scared of dentists. And it's also a shame a hero died this episode, by the way. So that's it for the episode. Next time we'll be covering episode 33, which is... Oh, this one's an interesting one. This one's pretty good. There's some weird concepts in this episode, and some humor, and a weird inconsistency in there as well. But Kirby is super cute as always in this episode, and also, Kirby shows his creative intelligence. And also, eventually, I'll be working on Kirby's Avalanche, and we'll have an episode on that game soon as well. Just, uh, it'll be a little bit. By the way, we're getting close to a two-parter episode, and I've been asked how we're going to do two-parters. They're going to be extra long episodes. We're going to treat the two-parters as one episode. That's what we're going to do. So that right there is the Kirby's Dreamcast podcast. Tell your friends about us so more people can enjoy the podcast. And I had fun talking, and I hope you had fun watching and or listening. And that's what it's all about, isn't it? Having fun. Thanks for coming by, and see you next time. (laughs) 